Well, okay, wives, husbands, I promised. Today I'm going to talk about it. Let's turn to 1 Peter 3, 7 again. You got it? All right, I'll wait for you. You're having a little trouble there. 1 Peter, that's back there toward the end of the New Testament. It's okay, you just got saved not too long ago. We don't mind waiting for you a little bit. Are you ready? Here we go, 1 Peter 3, 7. You husbands, likewise, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with a weaker vessel. I told you that I'd talk about this little phrase, as with a weaker vessel. For those of you who missed our last broadcast, in which we were talking about the husbands living with their wives in an understanding way, we were trying to say uh, that you ought to do everything that you can to understand your wife. That means to research her, to really understand her and live with her according to knowledge, not according to ignorance. And that would mean some effort on your part. And I made a suggestion at the end of the broadcast to some of you husbands that you might have picked up or you might have failed to pick up, but let me mention it again because it was rather hurried at the end. I said if you want to really have a reason for researching that will make you do this in a regular and daily way, which is exactly what you need, a sustained effort, as I said the last time, uh, then promise your wife that for the next two weeks, and if you don't promise, if you don't go out on a limb, you probably won't do it, but promise your wife that for the next two weeks you're going to do one small thing each day just to please her. And don't let her tell you what it is. You figure that out on your own. You figure it out from thinking about her every day. That's something you ought to be doing anyway, thinking about her every day. And you start thinking about what it is that would please her. Now, wise, if he comes up with the wrong thing, don't get all upset with him. If he made an effort, give him A for effort even though the item is not too great. That's why I said do one small thing each day, something that doesn't take any money, so it won't be a great financial outlay, something where he hasn't committed himself or you to some big thing that, that was a great mistake because it didn't please you anyway. So one small thing each day, I don't care whether it's stopping by on the way home to gather some uh, flowers, wild flowers in the field and bring them to you, or whatever it may be, but uh, you think about it. What will please your wife? And you'll begin to find out what pleases her and what doesn't please her as she honestly thanks you for your effort, but also directs you a little bit more clearly if you didn't hit the nail on the head. But now we want to go on beyond that. We want to talk about this little phrase, as with a weaker vessel. You know, all the studies seem to show that women in general are stronger than men. They carry, of course, we know all these big baskets in their heads in foreign countries. You don't see men doing that. Uh, they are uh, usually muscularly uh, in better shape in some respects. Uh, their, their bodies seem to last longer than men's bodies. That is, they outlive men. Uh, certainly there are a lot of women who are stronger than a lot of men that you know. Is the Bible wrong? Of course it's not wrong. It's not saying in this passage that women are weaker than men. That's not what it's saying at all. Well, what in the world is it saying? Well, let's translate it in a way that will make it clearer to you what is being said. Husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way as with a weaker vessel. That is, as though you were living with we might translate it a fragile vase or vase if you think that's more expensive. A fragile vase. That's the way you're to live with your wife, as though you were living with a priceless, fragile vase. You know, your wife is priceless. In Proverbs 31, 
the Bible says that her price is far above rubies, far above a priceless jewel. You see, a woman is worth a tremendous amount to a man. He who finds a wife finds a good thing, according to the scriptures. And he ought not to treat her worse than he treats his automobile. I know a lot of men who take better care of their automobiles than they do of their wives. They're more concerned about their automobiles. They're more regular in their care for them. They're more conscious about caring for them. They seem to spend more time with them and enjoy doing things for their automobiles than they do for their wives. What a tragedy that such a thing could happen to a man who has such a precious and priceless possession as a wife to be his own, to call his own. Somebody that God has given to him to be the person before whom he can let down his hair. The one with whom he could have the most intimate relationships, not only physically but intellectually and emotionally as well where he could share his fears and his needs and his heartaches and his troubles and his joys with her and she with him, where the two of their lives could interpenetrate one another in the way that he can with no other person in all the world if he could only realize this. This is the reason why a wife was given. It was not good for a man to be alone. You need a wife. You need that kind of close, intimate companionship. What a tragedy that so many men abuse this great gift from God the gift of a companion to meet his every need. Rather than abuse it, the gift that God has given to you, the gift of a wife, ought to be prized. And she ought to be treated as though she were a fragile vessel. That doesn't mean you treat her as though she's some kind of uh, weak thing, but it means you treat her the way that you would treat a priceless vase that could be broken so easily. You treat her with great care. That's what it means. You don't take a vase that has a, a, a tremendous price tag on it, like a, a, a Chinese vase from Ming Dynasty, and say, oh, where do I put this thing? And then just clomp it down on the table. You take it with great care, and you walk very steadily, and you put it very surely and gently on the shelf. Now, I'm not saying you should put your wife on the shelf. That's not the idea, of course. But you should care for her the way you care for a fragile vessel. I know a lot of husbands who care for their wives like they care for their gar like the garbage men care for the garbage cans. You know how they do that? They take a new garbage can you've set out there proudly, and uh, they say, aha, new. Well, we'll take care of that pretty fast. And they uh, take the thing and they slam it against the truck as the garbage keeps flying out of the uh, goes flying out of the can and it's good sized dent in the rim. Then they put the can down hard on the sidewalk and it comes rolling out in the street and so they kick it back onto the sidewalk, putting three or four more dents into the side. And then as the lid comes rattling off of it after they kick it down into the the uh, street, the garbage truck backs over the lid just for good measure, drives back over it again, and then the lid forever after rattles on top of the can. That's the way a lot of men treat their wives, like an old tin garbage can. You're not to treat your wife that way. You're to treat her like a fragile vessel, a fragile vase, Ming Dynasty. Hey, husbands, what have you been doing for your wife lately? How have you really been treating them? What kind of care have you exercised over your wife? How gentle are you with her feelings? How gentle are you with her body? How gentle are you in every way in respect to her? 
Come on. This verse says, Gentlemen, you are to be gentle men. Gentle in your attitudes, gentle in your words, gentle in your touch, gentle in your relationship. How gentle are you with your wife? How much care do you really exercise over her? The more care you show, the more that care is going to grow in your heart. If you don't have the feelings for it, start doing it. Start caring for her anyway. You don't have to feel like it. You just have to do it. And if you begin to do it, you're going to be surprised how your feelings are going to grow tender too. Not to speak of the response that you will get from her. Lord, we pray that as Jesus Christ is gentle with his church, we may be gentle with our wives, that we may show loving care over them, and truly be Christian gentlemen, for Christ's sake. Amen.